My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Really excited for our interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Lanny Jackson. She's the host of Brilliant uh, Mompreneurs podcast. She's a clarity and strategy business coach for mom entrepreneurs, where she helps women or helps moms create flexible strategies that adjust and move with the chaos of mom life, but still bring bringing in consistent income monthly. She's a passion to help moms get out of the survival mode, the mom guilt, and create a clear and sustainable path of action that will help them reach their dreams of flexibility and freedom with thriving and high profit profitable businesses. Woohoo! I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, Lanny. Thanks for coming on. How's it going? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I'm pumped. So let's go ahead and dive right in. But I guess before we hit any of our topics, do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? How did you how did you get to this point in your life with this successful business that you're running now, helping change other mom entrepreneurs lives? Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so uh, it's been a journey, of course, as all stories start out that way, right? Uh, So I am a mom of six. And I did not birth all of them. I adopted half of the kiddos from foster care. So when I first started my business, let's see, 12 years ago, I was just had my second son and I was just growing my business, trying different things. I was a virtual assistant and a blogger at the time. Those were my first businesses. And as my business grew, I was adding babies. (laughs) And so it was always an adjustment. And there was, you know, different stages when you have an infant, life is very different. And then you have toddlers and then you have preschoolers and then you have toddlers, preschoolers, and infants at the same time. In my case, there was a lot of juggling going around and I knew I could make money in my business and I could see that income coming in, but it was super sporadic. So I'd make a couple hundred dollars one month, then $1,500 the next, then back to $400 the next month. And it was so all over the place and I had very limited time. And I really, really wanted to make an impact in my family's budget. And I wanted to bring in enough money. My first goal was to pay for all the groceries every month. That was my first mini goal that I had in my business. And I realized very quickly, there were some things that were causing me a lot of overwhelm, a lot of stress and frustration. And I kept seeing all these other moms and other female entrepreneurs were just like passing me by, you know, seemed like they had everything together. They knew some sort of secret sauce. And I downloaded every freebie, signed up for all the courses, kept listening to podcasts and all these webinars, trying to figure out what this secret was that they knew that I didn't. And it turns out the secret was they had a strategy and a plan that was customized to them and their zone of genius. And when I figured that out and I put a business plan into action and I stuck to it and I made sure it was flexible for my family, for my time, for our goals and our values in my zone of genius. 
everything changed. And within six months, I went from that inconsistent income to $4,000 months and then doubled that. And my business just kept growing. And it's the system I teach my clients now at the very basic level is the same system I used at the beginning and the same system I use now for myself. Incredible. I mean, you went through it yourself. So you Mm -hmm. know that this works, you know, where you've come from and how how far you've come. So I love it. And especially being such a busy mom of six children and, you know, (laughs) still, and having that, you know, the time's limited, you know, but you're still able to bring in, you know, a profitable income and um, run a business successfully, which is huge. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So do you mind, you know, from here, let's, let's dive into like why business plans are so important. Yes. I, I think that a lot of mom entrepreneurs, when we first start, we're just like, I'm going to do this. We're desperate to earn some money. We, we just have a little bit of faith in ourselves that, Hey, if somebody else can do it, I could do it too. We kind of see somebody who's inspiring us. Uh, Maybe we're transferring, you know, our skills from a nine to five into the online space. And we kind of throw spaghetti at the wall to start with, right? So we just have to start somewhere. We're kind of in hustle mode. And and that's that's okay. Um, That's how it has to be with the beginning until you kind of get your feet wet and you know what you want to do. But that's not a sustainable way of life or business, okay? So we want to have confidence that when I show up in my limited amount of time, so a lot of mom entrepreneurs I know like spend about 15 minutes, not 15 minutes, 15 hours, excuse me, a week in their business. They have about 15 hours and it's all, you know, sometimes in the morning before the kids get up after during nap time, during school hours, late at night, we work in the margins. And so if I'm going to spend an hour in my business, I want to be confident that that action I'm doing is taking me towards my goals and is leading to income growth and business growth. And how do I know that? By creating a business plan and following it. Because we we try a lot of things. There's trends obviously going around all the time online spaces like our, you know, creating courses or having, you know, a printable business, digital businesses. Um, maybe you have a funnel or you have a TikTok channel. There's a YouTube channel. There's all kinds of optional strategies. And if we dabble in all of them, they're not going to really, we're not going to see the true results and each one of them have a different purpose. So let's plan which one we're going to strategize. Let's stick to it, take consistent action on it. And then we'll be able to measure the results from that action and improve on those results. Because I can't help you improve on results if you've only done it two or three times. And that was sporadically over three months, right? So we have to take consistent action. So having a business plan and sticking to it, knowing this is my marketing strategy, and I'm going to be able to, in three and six months, really evaluate what the data is. We have data. I tell my clients all the time, let's do some data over drama here. (laughs) Instead of saying, oh, it's not working. Let's look at the data and really be able to say, hey, that's true. That's not true. Or, okay, how can I prove it so that it is showing me the data I want to? So business plans are something corporate worlds do, the corporate businesses that we you know criticize. And so I think we shy away from it to not do it, but there's a reason why they're so successful is because they have a plan. They take the action and they stick to it and then they evaluate themselves. And there's no reason why you can't spend some time. And it's just a little bit of time to put that plan together and then take consistent action. 
Incredible. Yeah. I think we're so easy to be like, oh, this isn't working. But when we take a look at it and see, you know, have we been consistent? Are we using our time wisely? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of that changes. But if you're keeping track, right, you're really, you're, you're keeping the data, right? And that's important in order to grow. So love yes, it. It's so vital. It's so vital. And you have so many, you have so much access to analytics now on so many things. There, there's no reason why we can't use that data to make your business even more effective. Right, exactly. So talk, tell me a little bit about, you know, how do you use a rela- relationship marketing to grow, you know, with ease on the business instead of feeling salesy? I love relationship marketing. It is my favorite marketing strategy. I preach this all the time. I I get really weird just in general myself if I'm talking about myself. I get, I feel awkward. I feel like I'm pushing things down the people's throats. And so I just avoid it. And when I realized I was avoiding marketing, I changed my uh, viewpoint of it to creating relationships. And when I create relationships, I'm invested in how you are doing, what your results are and what your success is. And when I'm invested in you, you realize I'm not about myself because, because when we feel like somebody is in it for their, their own sale or for their business growth, we are like, Nope, that feels gross to us. And so we, we move away from them as customers and as buyers. So for me, when I'm able to make it about the person I am talking to my potential clients and I'm invested in their growth and make that the priority, not my business growth, it is so much easier to talk to them and they are much more open and willing to have conversations They feel um, like they can trust me because they don't feel that pushiness from me. They also feel like I'm invested in their results. I'm a cheerleader for them. So I've really leaned into a relationship marketing strategy that allows me to form conversations and relationships around the subject of my business with ease. And it's, I can, there's no lack in my world of finding new leads in my business because of this strategy. So when people tell me, oh, it's hard to find new leads or potential clients or um, people who want to buy my services or my business or even my products, I just, I'm like, okay, we got to change that. Let's change it to a relationship building format. And when people know, like, and trust you, they buy from you. Know, like, and trust. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're, and I, I I'm not the only one who feels like this, but (laughs) Um, when you're just after the sale, when you're just like so focused on making that sale and you're not concerned at all, whether this is a fit for the person that you're trying to sell to, whether it's a fit for you two to work together, Mm -hmm. you know, the person who cares the most is the person who's going to make the sale. So it's, you know, if you're actually coming from a place, like how many people's lives can I change? instead of how much money can I make or can I make the sale and just so attached to that outcome, that's not going to get you anywhere. It's, it's, I mean, it might, but not for long, like not sustainably. Right. So it's like when you're focused on the relationship building and and the trust and um, really, if you actually believe you can help this person and you care about them, that's when, that's when the success is really going to blow up. Right. You know, so a hundred percent agree with you there. No like and trust. Relationships are huge. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be even more vital as we move into 2023. I see more and more people want to know you're authentic and you're real and relatable. And then you're also invested in them because there's plenty of people sliding into my DMs that I've never met before saying, I have this amazing program and they start spouting off and they don't know nothing about me and nothing about my goals, my business and values to know if even they should be talking to me. And it just turns me off instantly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) It's the number one turnoff. I would for sure. I agree with that. But when you Mm-hmm. know the person and you trust the person it's different you have a relationship otherwise it's just like it, you, you're coming off salesy and it's just not going to happen <laughs> nope um, it doesn't and, <laughs> yep and you feel gross about it. I mean personally I feel gross about it and I I won't even make the offer in the sale because it would go us going in cold turkey because I don't feel good about that. But when I've asked a couple questions and said, you know, Hey, what are your business goals? Tell me more about what, where you're struggling. Tell me about what you want to see happen. And then we have this conversation and I offer you value back. Uh, There is then it leads to that next piece of, well, I could support you with that. Would you like me to share more about how I support other clients just like you in that area? And it's just an easy conversation that can happen in DMs. It can happen on a phone call. It can happen in a coffee chat. There's just so many ways to make that happen, even in a Facebook group, um, on threads yeah. on the wall. That That's happening constantly. And, and that's why it's my favorite way to do marketing, because it's just so easy. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about how to use Facebook. I, I know that you from what I understand and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but do, do you use Facebook groups to create the community uh, full of those, you know, ideal, the right fit people that you normally would work with? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So I have a community. It's called the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society. So uh, the podcast is Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast. And then the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society is on Facebook. And it is a community I created just for mom entrepreneurs. So to join, you have to be a mom and an entrepreneur. And when you're in that community, it is an open posting community where you can talk about yourself. And this is goes against the grain because most communities like are all about whoever the host is. They only talk about their business and they don't let you talk about their business, right? Uh, in my community, you can come in and tell me what you're creating. You can ask marketing questions. You could share about workshops you're doing, about free offers you have. You can share about your new programs. I want and encourage the women in my community to find clients from our community, as well as become a client of somebody else in the community. There is constantly collaborations and relationships being formed in our society. And it was on purpose because I want them to feel the same freedom to create community in that community. And when I have a place for the people that I meet in other Facebook groups, or maybe in a networking session, or when I speak somewhere on a summit, I'm able to funnel them all into this one place where I can continue to nurture and foster those relationships. I can offer value. I can, um, you know, really build my authority with them and show them that I know what I'm talking about and that I'm going to show up consistently. And how I showed up the other day when we first met is how I show up today and every week. And they, they appreciate that. And they get this inside look because some people are, are not quick buyers, they really want to see you and they want to, there's, I call them my lurkers and they're watching. They're, they're watching. And I have had a lot of people that have DM me 
seemingly out of the blue that have been watching my live videos or my posts or engaging with me in the threads in our Facebook group, or maybe not at all. They're just reading the threads. And I didn't know. And that's how they became my client because they were just like, I'm ready. I see you doing this for other people. I know you can do it for me. And that's why I believe I think- Facebook communities are so important. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, coming off of the Facebook groups, you know, another, and you mentioned, you know, the credibility and like, you know, the consistency and stuff, and they're watching and they're watching and they're, they're seeing this. What about the podcast? Tell me how that ties into the business and how do you feel about like, do you also feel that it's such a great way to build the authority and credibility and, and trust when you're showing up consistently doing it? Tell me a bit about that. Absolutely. So the podcast is just another piece that um, ties in. And again, this is where I come back to that business plan. When I first started to think, oh, maybe I should start a podcast. I wanted to make sure everything connected together and was building one another. There had to be some sort of plan because a podcast is a lot of work for sure. And so I want my podcast to support what I'm doing in the community and vice versa. And the nice thing about the podcast is, you know, if I do a live in my community or training or some sort, not every mom can sit through a full 30 minute training because she's busy with the kids, gets interrupted, uh, whatever that case might be, but she can stick her earbuds in or a podcast while she's following the laundry or doing dishes or play it on school drop off or when she's waiting for pickup line. So that's really been a great way for me to incorporate other ways for me to nurture um, that authority plus give value. You know, I wanted to make sure that my podcast is giving a lot of value to the women who are tuning in to make sure that they feel encouraged, that they feel like they're not alone they get good advice for business strategies themselves and they are believing that they can take that next step too. Absolutely. I love it. Now tell me, do do you often get people down the road come to you being like, Oh, I've listened to your podcast for so and so long, however long it was. I'm ready to work with you. I need more information. Tell me more about this. It's like a snowball effect. How do you feel about that? Like I love it. I think it's a, again, that's part of that whole thing is you're showing up consistently. They binge your, like maybe they come into your world and they're like, oh, she has a podcast. And then they go and binge like 12 episodes. That happens a lot. I see those analytics. And again, I'm reading the data. So I know people come by my podcast and listen to five or six episodes in a row and they go and pick which ones. And I can see which ones are popular, which ones they're really resonating with, which helps me then create more content around those things that are really getting a lot of push. You know, there's an episode on relationship marketing that I recorded right at the beginning when I first started my podcast and it's the most listened to episode. It's because people want to know more about it. So I know in 2023, I'm going to be creating more content around relationship marketing because it serves my people. And then when they learn that they're going to say, Oh, I need some support around this and make a, making this a part of my business. I know who can help me. Lonnie can help me. (laughs) And then they, they make a call. They set up that discovery call. I love it. So tell me a little bit about, you know, your, your customer acquisition process. I know you kind of talked, touched on it a little bit about whether they come from the community or the podcast, but any other pro like process in regards to that? 
Most of the the people who come to me come through um, the Facebook group or, you know, podcast, social media world. Uh, but I also, I get a lot of referrals. So if somebody is a client of mine, then they talk to somebody and they're like, Hey, my coach is helping me with this. And then they refer me to them and I can, you know, get on a call. I also have another piece of my strategy is networking and being, um, you know, exposing myself to other audiences. So I might, you know, be able to get a couple people into my Facebook group every week. But also if I go into like this podcast, then you guys, more people are hearing me that are not in my world and it allows them to come into the world. And then I create nurture sequences too, in order to show them, Hey, welcome to my world. This is what I do. This is who I support. I would love to support you and making sure there's a lot of good calls to action around that. Absolutely. I love it. And do you go about monetizing the podcast yet or, or is that something you do? I haven't put any ads into it yet. Um, right now, the podcast is sponsored by quote unquote, <laughs> by all of my services and products. So um, I have a digital course that I have as well as my coaching services, but, um, you know, if the right opportunity came in, then I would definitely be incorporating in ads, but that just depends on, like I said, it's all about making sure it coordinates with your business plan. So and and right now it's mm -hmm, and aligns with what I'm talking about. So, um, I've advertised other women, other mom entrepreneurs products on my podcast for sure, um, are done collaborative things. And I love doing that. That's probably where I'll stick with for the time being for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And what would you say some of the biggest challenges have been with the podcast? I know that a lot of our listeners also have podcasts and, and a business and an offer. And I'm sure it's relatable if you do have any challenges that you're open to speaking about in regards mm -hmm. to the podcast. And if you're going through any challenges right now, or if you've overcome any I think the biggest one for me, and I, I know for many of my clients who have podcasts too, is it's the time factor. So podcast is a lot of work to produce it. So if you don't have a good strategy in place and support system for that, if you are able to invest in a support system, whether it's a podcast manager, a virtual assistant, a social media manager, all of those pieces, you have to have a really good process in place. So when I first started, I didn't have great processes in place and had to learn, okay, this doesn't work. This does work because you don't want to be producing a podcast week, at, you know, the week of, right. You want to be able to batch it out and be ahead of the game. So how do you do that? You have to know what your content is, what your content calendar is. What do you want to be speaking about in the next few weeks? Not just the next few weeks, but next month even. And so one of my goals is to always be three to four episodes ahead. And this also allows my the people who are supporting me to have plenty of time to produce the podcast with me uh, and have it ready to go on the week that I assigned. So again, this is, comes back to that business plan. And knowing what I want to talk about with my audience allows me to create content, which then allows me to create social media from that content and produce it and to not be just skimming by my, the skin of my teeth, just kind of like trying to get it all out there or being inconsistent. This allows that consistency, allows my message to be cohesive and allows me to show up the way I want to with the message that I'm ready, that I want to share and leading my audience along that journey with me. I love it. This is amazing. 
Now, what would you say your biggest desire is for 2023? I know you mentioned, you know, your focus getting the three to four episodes, but what about within the business and well, the podcast and the business, any biggest desire, any focus for 2023 that you'd like to accomplish? Well, there's a couple big ones um, and small ones too. My first one is I um, have a goal of 15 women right now, 15 women in the first month between now and January that I'm going to connect with and get into my world to support them on a high level because they're going to hit their big goals. So I want to help 15 more women um, in my, so there's all new 15 new women coming into my world so that I can support them. And I have a new program coming out. Uh, it's going to be a hybrid coaching program, which involves a mastermind one-on-one and group coaching all together, uh, which I'm super excited about as well that as high level VIP one-on-one coaching, where you get a really high touch, high intense coaching as well. So I already have filled one of those spots. So now it's 14 and there's just the goals that I have, because I want to, at the end of the year, have helped a hundred women, uh, really level up in their business. So that's my big goal for the year. And not just those hundred women, those are going to be the high touch pieces, but also in our community, I want us to grow to, we're at like 3,400 in our community right now. I want us to surpass that and get to 6,000 this year and be really creating impactful waves. So when I say that, I know that's very broad sounding, but when I say 6,000 women creating impactful ways, I want testimonies at the end of the year that someone has gotten a client from my group. I want somebody to tell me about how our community helped them through a hard time. I want some, I want the testimonials of women, especially the mom entrepreneur, coming in and saying, I had wins because this community supported us in a free capacity. There's no obligation to do anything with me personally in that community. You can join and just participate and get as much out of it as you want. And I want to, at the end of the year, be able to screenshot some of those testimonies of the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society was a place where I found my business bestie, or I found a client. I want all of those at the end of the year. I love it. And you're looking for people that are the perfect fit, right? I mean, you're Mm -hmm. not looking just to fill those spots with anyone you want to make sure it's the people that are aligned with what you're, what you're, what you're doing and, and that you're aligning, aligning with what they need. And I think that's so important. And that starts just from the beginning, like the relationship. So love what you're doing. Love what you're doing. Thank you so So much. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Now, Lanny, I know we have only five minutes left of the interview, but you know, if you want to add anything to do in regards to your business and anything else that's going on or touch on a little bit deeper of what, uh, anything to do with your business or podcast, now is your time um, for the next five minutes if you'd like to add anything. And if you'd like to add anything in regards to, there's probably going to be people wanting to connect. So if you want to just uh, uh, let us know the best way to reach you as well. Absolutely. So uh, I think the biggest thing is I'll just offer you is come join the Brilliant Mompreneur Society on Facebook. If you're a mom entrepreneur, come join us there. I also hang out on Instagram at Lonnie J. Jackson. L-A-N-I-J Jackson is my handle on Instagram. Listen to the podcast and feel free to DM me either on Facebook or on um on Instagram. I love chatting. I love talking. I like hearing about how you're doing. Where are you stuck? And what are your goals? Those are my two favorite questions to ask new people that come into my world. 
what is your, what are your goals and what is keeping you from hitting those and how can we support you? Whether it's through um, podcast episodes and live um, classes in our community, or we work together. And if you're, if you're a mom entrepreneur, who's like, I know I can have a business that's successful. I'm just, and I'm making money, but I'm just kind of stuck. And I know I just need to clear up some of my strategies, maybe my mindset. I've got some imposter syndrome um, and I'm, I'm kind of feeling like, Ooh, can I really do this? Get somebody in your corner, whether it's me or Mm -hmm. there, there are dozens of other mom entrepreneur coaches in our community, in the brilliant mompreneur society. One of us can support you and we, we will take you get to your business, get nitty gritty with you. Say, what are your goals? What are the time that you have? And create a business plan that is sustainable, full of action that you can do consistently, but it's also flexible. So if you get a call from the school to say that your kiddo is sick and needs to be picked up, which happened to me last week, I'm okay. And it's not going to derail my week. It's going to, I'm, I'm allowing for flexibility and to show up as the mom that I want, because that's really, truly why I'm not working a nine to five corporate job because I wanted to be able to be there for my family. I wanted to make impactful income. There's no cap on the income that we can make as mom entrepreneurs. And I'm excited to support some of you in doing that this year, whether it's through the community or working one-on-one or joining the new group program. There's any way you want it, you can get it. (laughs) I love it, Lanny. And Lanny, you had mentioned, the way you have this set up, as a mom entrepreneur, you know, and you mentioned you're not working that rat race anymore, you know, stuff like that, but you made this work so that you can work at least 20 hours less a week and make more money, right? And still be a present mother, which is in a, and a present mom and family is number one, right? So Mm -hmm. I, I love what you're doing and it's incredible how you made it work. And I, everyone that's a mom out there, and trying to run that business, but doesn't have that time freedom. Lanny is your girl to talk to. Thank you so much. Yeah. There's no reason why we have to be in that hustle mode all the time. Uh, You don't have to work 50, 60 hours a week as an entrepreneur or even 40. I love selling. I like my goal is always with my clients. Like we can work 20 hours a week or less. And most of them it's less. Incredible. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Lanny, for coming on today. Such a pleasure having you on my podcast. Um, I can't wait to hear how it goes with the mastermind and the new VIP and, and, you know, after your hybrid coaching goes amazing, I know that it will with the people that you're going to be working with. I'm super excited to hear more about that. So I just want to thank you again for coming on and taking the time out of your day. Thank you so much for having me and appreciate you allowing me to share about what I do. And hopefully it's exciting, inspires some of these moms out there that they can build the business of that they want in the time that they want with the flexibility that they want. A hundred percent. I mean, it expired me and I'm not even a mom. So it inspired <laughs> me and I'm not even a mom. So I know that it'll inspire those moms out there. So awesome. thanks so much. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on just like Lanny Jackson did today to share a bit of your story, talk about the podcast and the business, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, Lanny. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.